Hi there, welcome to my very first YouTube video. Today I want to just introduce myself, give you a brief summary of how I became a choice mom, and give you an idea of what kind of resource I hope that this channel will be for you guys. I'm 41 years old. I have two little girls. I have a two-year-old and a nine-month-old and they are fantastic. I um, So for those of you who are new to the idea of a choice mom, a choice mom is someone who intentionally has a baby on their own, whether that is through adoption, through insemination, through IVF. There's a variety of ways that you can become a choice mom. I used a donor and went through IVF to have both my little girls and they are the light of my life. They are so worth it and I just love my girlies and love my life with my girls. It is the best thing I've ever done. It is exhausting. It is requires so much of you. Speaking of which, how do I have time to make a YouTube video? I don't, to be honest. Today's choices were take a shower and shave my legs or make a YouTube video. So this video is brought to you by the COVID because I can thank the COVID for social distancing. If everyone has to stay six feet away from me, I can skip a shower and make a video. So here I am. So. I have these two little girls. I work a full-time job. I am a single parent. It's a lot. I love it, but getting here to this point where I'm enjoying my crazy, busy, hectic, great life was really a hard process for me. I have heard some people's story of becoming a choice mom that's kind of easy. I swear to you, some girl told me, I was shopping in the bookstore and I thought, you know, I think I'm gonna have a baby on my own. And that was kind of like all it took for her. And I can tell you that that's not me. I am way more type A and organized and planning and giving up the idea of doing things the right way and the proper way and getting married and then having children in marriage with your husband was, not easy for me. I was a much harder sell. What I want to do with these videos is basically tell you kind of about my story and in hopes that I can support you in your journey, whether you're thinking about becoming a choice mom, trying to become a choice mom, whether you are a choice mom and you just need a little encouragement. I really want to support you in your journey. I want to give you confidence that yes, you can become a successful single mom if that's what you really want. And I want to share some hope that yes, you can do this. This is possible. There are wonderful people surviving and thriving in this lifestyle. I have become friends with dozens of choice moms and they are great women. They're 
you're in good company if this is something that you are considering. There are a lot of us, which I did not know back in the day, which is one of the reasons I want to put out these videos so that you guys know this is not as rare as you think. And a lot more people are doing this these days. Okay. So a little bit about my story. Um, let's see. In my mid twenties, I met a fantastic man who was just wonderful and we had so much fun and I loved him dearly. And he was very clear up front that he did not want kids. And I was very clear that I definitely did want kids. So it was kind of one of those things where I was like, well, this is never going to work out, but we're having a ton of fun. So, you know, when you're young and you're in your twenties, you're just like, well, this will play itself out. Like, I don't know. I just thought something would make that disappear. I don't know. I just, I didn't put a whole lot of thought into it at the time. So a year went by and then three years went by. And then seven years went by and I was like, oh, I, I just was shocked <laughs> because we got along so well and we just enjoyed each other so much. But we had this like fundamental disagreement that ensured that we could not go to the next level. So I kind of had to really come to terms with, okay, if I want to have kids, I definitely have to find somebody different, which was not an easy process for me. But when I eventually did wrap my brain around the fact that this wonderful man, much as he loved me, was really never going to have children, I started dating other people. I, I went on lots of dates and with lots of people. And I can just summarize all of that by saying I did not find what I was looking for. I just, they were nice people. They were good people. I really don't have bad things to say about the guys that I went out with, but they just weren't people. Not, I didn't find anyone who I felt good and solid about truly spending the rest of my life with. Honestly, I kind of felt like, yeah, I could marry you, but I knew that it would be like to have kids, to become a mom. Like that was the main motivation, not like, because I am so in love with you and can't wait to grow old with you and share my life with you. Like that just wasn't where I was coming from. You know how some people are scared to be alone or they are scared to be left by someone. I was terrified of being stuck with the wrong person. I would, I could break out into a sweat at the thought of like, oh my God, I'm gonna be stuck with him forever if I like choose to get married. No, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I bless the people who could, I could not. Um, so when I was 35, I was breaking, I broke up with this one guy and he got really hurt and angry and he was so mad at me, uh, whatever. So he's mad at me and he says, Sam, you say you want to get married and you say you want to have kids, but you're out of time. Like, girl, it's too late for you. Your ovaries are dying. And I was like, so I knew he was hurt and I thought two things. 
One, you're just saying that because your feelings are hurt. And number two, oh my God, I think I need to freeze my eggs because there is some truth in what he's saying about my biological ability to conceive children. That I knew I was kind of getting to the point where I didn't have forever to keep postponing that process. So shout out to that guy who scared me right down to the fertility clinic to freeze my eggs. So I froze my eggs when I was 35 and I kind of felt like that gave me some time to figure out exactly how I was going to put all these pieces together. Cause I was sure that I was going to be a mom, like a thousand percent. I knew I wasn't going out of this life without being a mom. But I also was really not finding the person with whom I wanted to have these children. So I didn't know how that was going to work itself out because I did not want to be a single mom, like at all. I remember one time one of my aunts said, oh, you want to be a mom? Like, let's just go pick some sperm out and like, you can have a baby, like no big deal. And I was like, oh, no, thank you. I seriously remember saying that single motherhood is a tragedy that befalls certain people. It is not a choice that one makes intentionally for themselves. Bless my ignorant young heart. So believe me when I tell you, I had no interest in becoming a single mom. Around the time I was freezing my eggs, I was searching around on YouTube because I wanted to hear people's stories. I didn't know anybody who had ever frozen their eggs before. I didn't know anybody who really wanted to get married and like, never met somebody to get married and have kids with. Like people don't talk about that. People say things like, you're fantastic. Like you will definitely meet somebody. Or they say, oh my gosh, you're great. You're gonna meet the right guy. Which I would kind of like to punch those people because when you don't meet the right guy, does that mean that you're not great? Or how does that work? Like the truth is, you can be great and not meet the right guy also. These are challenging conversations and people don't like to talk about these things, but it's so true. So I'm online and I'm looking for people's stories who their life didn't work out like they thought. And they're telling me all these, not me, but me, the viewer, they're telling their stories of how they ended up freezing their eggs or how they ended up becoming a choice mom. Like I remember this one lady was telling her story, how she was married for several years. And when she was ready to have kids, her husband decided he didn't want kids and he divorced her. So she is 36 single and like in a position she never imagined that she'd be and needed to freeze her eggs to perform preserve her fertility and buy herself some time to figure out what she was going to do with her life. There was another lady who told the story about going through IVF with her husband and she was going through multiple failed cycles and she really wanted to keep trying and keep trying. And her husband was like, I'm done. And she was like, I'm not done. And so then he said, then I'm gone. And he left in the middle of trying to get pregnant. He divorced her 
And so here she was, her choice was to proceed with a donor or not proceed at all. And she ended up using a donor to become a mom. And I was just, I was floored by these people's stories because what, what the people that were talking to me were saying was, oh my gosh, you're great. You're going to find somebody. Don't worry. Don't worry. Everybody find somebody. And here I'm like immersed in this online world of the stories of life not working out the way that they had intent initially thought it would. And then like looking back also, of course the people that I know's life did not always work out the way that they thought, but they just didn't talk about it in that way. So here I am, I'm online, I'm listening to these women's stories of how things, you know, went sideways in their life in some way. And it gave me a sick feeling to my stomach, to be honest. Like I was totally intrigued, but I was sickened because I was like, oh my God, I think I'm about to become one of these people. And I did not like that at all. I was not interested. To me, becoming a single mom on your own felt like failure, like deep failure like everlasting shame kind of failure. Like your life has not amounted to what it should have failure. And I laugh now, but back then I carried around this emotional burden of like, oh my God, I am somehow failing life. And that burden was very heavy. And please, if this is you, if you hear yourself at all in my story, if you find yourself unmarried and wanting to have a kid, or if you find yourself married to the wrong guy and you want to have a kid and you think you might have to get divorced to have a kid on your own to become a mom, like, these are all things that can be great lives. I have had my mind blown of, I'm such a traditional person. I had a very traditional mindset. I follow the rules. I do what needs to be done. I win the prize. Like that's my personality, which is why letting go of what things were supposed to look like was so hard for me. And I hope that none of you have as hard of a time doing that as I did. But I know for a lot of women who become choice moms, it is hard. There is a sense, a little bit, a sense of failure. There is some sort of nagging like shame monster talking in your ear. And that's why I'm sharing my story. Let's talk about it. Let's get past these things. Let's address them. Let's have the hard conversations and lighten these burdens that we carry. Because when I look back at how much emotional baggage I was carrying around, I just like feel sorry for myself because it doesn't have to be that difficult. Okay, so back around the time when I'm online, I'm looking on YouTube and I'm listening to these people's stories, I found out about a thing, like an organization called Single Moms by Choice. So 
I go online and I look up like, do I have a local chapter? What does this look like? I find a local chapter. I go to a meeting. I truly thought that this meeting was going to be full of the social rejects of the world. <laughs> I really thought it was going to be a bunch of broken toy kind of people. And when I got there, it was 15 fantastic women. I remember we met at a bakery and we we're just sitting around this table and like the leader of the organization, she kind of like quit at this meeting and almost all the rest of us were like new. And she basically said like, here's how it works and I can't do it anymore. And like, you guys take the reins and K bye. So though all the rest of us who were like brand new, we stayed there. We're like, okay, let's make a list of our contact information so we can like keep in touch. And, and this network of women who were all interested in becoming um, single moms by choice kind of was born. And that network has only grown to this day. I'm still friends with like everybody that I met at that table from the bakery. Um, meeting those women blew my mind opened my eyes to the idea that these are not the failures. These are not the social leftovers. These are wonderful people, successful people, talented people who for a variety of reasons have come to this point in their life where they're ready to have a kid or thinking about having a kid and don't have a partner. Much more simple um, thing than I had thought about it in my head. So I start going to these meetings and I really enjoy these women. And so I meet, I go to all the meetups and I still kind of wasn't interested because I liked them, but I still didn't really like the idea for me. Cause like what's okay for other people might not be okay for me. You know, that's how I am. So what finally made me pull the trigger about, I don't know, 18 months into hanging out with all my single mommy friends. I finally decided, okay, I think I'm going to do this for me. And kind of what made the difference was watching them go down their paths, watching other people pull the trigger getting to know them, getting to know that they're like fantastic people and they can do this, like seeing how they're setting up their lives, seeing how they're navigating it themselves, watching them successfully become moms. What encouraged me to finally pull the trigger, ironically, is that guy that told me I was too old and my ovaries were aged out and I didn't have time to fall in love and get married and all that stuff. That guy, he, who, he's still my friend, he was just mad that day. But he told me, and this was a couple years later, it's probably three years later. He told me, some, you're a catch without kids, but you'd also be a catch with kids. And that kind of blew my mind. Like, I keep saying blew my mind. Think of a new phrase, Summer. That shifted my perspective on things. And I kind of started thinking about it differently. I kind of just started thinking, you know what? The right guy for me is going to love me and my kids. That's it. That was the different thought. Like, I'm just going to do this. Like, the, the longer I wait, the older I get, the less time I have to spend with these kids that I'm so wanting to bring in the world, 
The longer I wait, the older my parents get, the less time my parents get to spend with their grandkids, the less time my kids get to be with our family. Then I just got this sense of urgency, like I need to do this now so that we have more time with these babies. And I picked a donor and started the process of going through IVF. It took me about 18 months and I had my first little girl. And right away I knew this is the life for me. It was great. So I turned around and had a second one pretty quickly and she's nine months old now. And so I'm exhausted and I'm tired and I have so much joy from these little girls and it's been such a blessing in my life and in my family's life. I think I thought I had to solve all my problems before I started trying to get pregnant and have a baby. Like, okay, I have to figure out how to deal with this anxiety or that fear and like fix everything before I could become a mom. And the way that it actually worked was once I started pursuing the thing that I knew that I valued the most, which was becoming a mom, a lot of those fears and anxieties, they just kind of went away. They just became less important. And that wasn't true for all the negative feelings, like some feelings I really did have to work through. A lot of people work with a therapist around this kind of stuff. I personally didn't. I kind of did like therapy homeschool with um, Jordan Peterson and Brene Brown. Those two are like my favorites. They're very different, but they're both super helpful in their own way. And also talking through things with other choice moms. That was super helpful. Again, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here to share my story with you guys because I have been the recipient of a lot of helpful women telling me their stories and sharing their path of how they got here and how they're navigating the challenges of being a single mom. And I really want to provide that kind of resource for other women. So the point of my little story is I did it. I'm a single mom by choice and I'm doing well and I'm surviving and I'd like to think that I'm thriving and you can too. You are not a failure. You are not alone. This is totally doable if this is what you want for your life. Your success story in becoming a mom can start right now. Actually, it can start when the fertility clinics open up after the COVID, but you can start thinking about it right now and preparing yourself mentally and emotionally right now. You can do this. There are so many options out there for you. It, it does not matter how old you are. Well, it kind of does, but do not tell me I'm 50. I, my, this passed me up. There are options. There, there are so many options. I don't care if you've gone through menopause. I don't care if you are married to the wrong guy. I don't care you, if you want to be a mom more than anything else. You can do this. I really look forward to hearing from you guys and speaking to the topics that you guys find um, helpful or that you have interest in. So leave me a comment. Um, that's it. That's all I have. Thank you so much for listening to my story. I look forward to talking to you again.